Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. Well, Jimmy's back. I'm Jimmy. I am back. I almost said I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. This is World Viewfinder episode 10. Wow. We, we did it. We, we made, made it. We made it 10 episodes. episodes. And you made it 10 episodes. So thanks for listening and watching and all that stuff. Shout out to Camp Eliana. See that on my shirt? Sponsored. Um, so or if you're listening, I have a Camp Eliana shirt on. Yeah, because I was at Camp Eliana yesterday and uh, Ben... The director there was like, hey, I'll give you a free shirt if you wear it on the podcast. So I was like, what? And he trusted you enough to give because you the shirt in advance. thousands of listeners <laughs> yeah. so and like watchers. A, like a, uh, our first sponsor. Yeah, sort of. I don't sure. Know. Yeah. But, um, but my daughter's at camp this week, and I was thinking about how Camp Ileana specifically shaped my worldview of like who I am today and all that stuff. Because yeah. I grew up going to camp. So you went to Camp Eliana. You up. know the story I shared about you calling me out yeah. for reading Harry Potter? That took place at Camp Eliana. Yeah. That was, you didn't listen to the show last week, did you, Jimmy? No. So, <laughs> uh, I'm not on it. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, that's like, because I, I grew up going there in middle school, but then when mm-hmm. I was in high school and college, I was a leader. And so I kind of, that was kind of my first experience of what it was to be a, a youth director or pastor or whatever. So. Yeah, so I, I have deep mm. roots at Camp Liana, and I love going back there and hanging out and all yeah. that stuff. And so, yeah, and so now my daughter's there getting her, her worldview shaped. So it's now you're sponsored. circle of life. Yeah, so <laughs> is that going to be flagged for content? Probably. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, so did you guys grow up going to camp? I know you did. Adrian. Yeah, went uh, to Camp Liana. Jimmy, did you ever go to camp? I went to uh, Camp Reveal. Oh, okay. It was $15 for the whole week. So that's why they. This sent is me not there. sponsored by Camp. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it was good that you. I mean, all Where's the stuff. Where's free t All the stuff yeah. was included and everything. And it was $15 to send your kid there. But then, yeah, uh, I went to Camp Eliana uh, for Chrysalis and Journey, which oh, is a thing. Nice. So, okay. Kind of like camp, a little bit different. A little fun fact about Camp Reveal. My wife. Her family lived there. There's a house on property. She and lived at Camp the, Reveal for a long time. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah I forgot years. about that. So, um, so we talk about media stuff, though. What, do you have a favorite camp movie? Like a movie that involves... Camp Rock. That's what the only one I can think of. <laughs> have you Disney? seen that? Probably. That's the one with the Jonas Brothers. Yes. <laughs> what? Comes full circle. <laughs> Did you like Camp Rock? Have you seen I don't that? remember. Oh, okay. That's the only camp cool. movie I can think of. Camp movie. So there's... Mm. Ernest Goes to Camp, which is fantastic. You don't like that one? Why are you rolling just, your eyes? This is not a big... You're not a big Ernest fan? Ernest. I mean, uh, like, I don't know if it was that Ernest movie, um, but Quincy, like, after it was done, she's like, that movie was awful, <laughs> but it was great at the same time. I was like, that's oh, Ernest movies. I was there like, you she, go. she, she has gets it. been <laughs> awakened to the <laughs> awful but great. <laughs> I know, like, that's what was uh, fun. And then uh, Shepard likes Ernest movies, too. We watched the Ernest uh, Saves Christmas one. Okay. And he's always like... I, you just, just imitate them, and it's it's really funny. Um, uh, what's Heavyweights? Another great camp movie. Okay. Did you ever see Heavyweights? Where they go I to fat camp. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I've ben, not heard ben either. Stiller, no. One of his earlier roles. Ben Stiller is like the bad guy of camp. Oh right, yeah. Like, that comes in. Uh, oh, the, Heavyweights, great. The movie. only camp movie well, I, I say even that remember it's been a long time. Is Heavyweights. <laughs> it's not even a camp movie, but it's the um, freak, not Freaky Friday. The other one with the um, twins. That gets separated. Oh, like Parent Trap. Parent Trap. Parent yeah. Trap. Is they go to like camp? the Lindsay Lohan version. They're yeah, there's camp, like, like piercing camp. their ears oh, and stuff. Okay. Oh, stuff. And then uh, <laughs> Week Away, which is on the on uh, Netflix, and that one is a Christian movie, and so it's on Netflix, made by Netflix, 
And my oh. son Shepard loves it. But it's got like, it's like it was made in the 90s, but it yeah. was really made like currently. But it's it's got oh, like it's Stephen like Curtis Chapman, saddle up your horses. It's got like, it's got all like the, the cheesy kind of 90s Christian music, yeah. but it's like redone in like popular oh, music. But it's, it's actually pretty fun. Like Shepard loves it. He actually brought it up the other day. He's like, hey. Let's go get Taco Bell and watch Week Away like we did that one time. <laughs> like it's got these like weird <laughs> memories. <laughs> but but uh, my my other my older kids like it too. But it it was it's a fun huh. fun camp movie. Okay. And, and Stephen Curtis Chapman is a lifeguard and he sings "Settle Up Your Horses." <laughs> oh my god! Let us know what's your favorite camp movie. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot to choose from. Camp movie. So. This week, though, we're going to talk about um, Across the Spider-Verse. Not Into the Spider-Verse. You had said it, that like eight I, times. Uh, I keep calling it the wrong thing. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, we mm-hmm. all saw it this week. Andrew yep. and I, I invited Jimmy to come, but he said no. I had already seen it. Yeah. I was so, ahead of the game. I was like, we're going to have a... A Worldview world Finder screening. Yeah. I know. And, and then Jimmy's happens. like, no, I don't like you guys. That's so is my exact words. But, um, so we'll, we'll tell our initial thoughts on it, and then we'll get into the Worldview. Yep. So, so we'll, we'll try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible, but... Just if you're like want to go into this movie blind, then listen after you've seen it, I guess. Yeah. So we'll, we'll Pause this, go watch we'll, it, come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, initial thoughts. It was not for my five-year-old. Not for five-year-olds. <laughs> um, he, yeah, he did not know what was going on and was very, I think, very bored. But afterwards, he was like, I liked that. But. So my five-year-old was also there sitting yeah. next to your five-year-old, and he stole his hat at one point. <laughs> they were, like, just messing around. Yeah. But, um... I, and I don't know that my five-year-old, because I said, hey, what was the plot of that movie? He goes, what's plot? I was like, well, <laughs> like what was what the story? Happened? And he's kinda, he, like, could tell a little bit of it, but not, like, yeah. So he, yeah. Yeah, so I, I would say, because my 10-year-old daughter, she could explain what happened in the movie. So yeah. so I'd say, like, definitely, like, 10 or older. But it was, I don't know if I could explain what happened. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, there's, like, a lot that goes there's on. There's a so lot. Initial thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it. Uh, I it might be a little bit controversial. I think I liked the first one a little bit better. Yeah, why? I agree. I don't know exactly why, uh, but it, the positives of this one, I did really like the art style because that was one of the first things that yeah. stood out to me. That's right. insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, even if you don't like Spider-Man, if you just like... I feel like art. <laughs> art. Yeah, it is... Graphics and things. Crazy. It, yeah, it is really crazy. So it reminded me... Um, did you guys see the... It was one of the Marvel shows. Miss Marvel? Did you guys see that show? No. no. So, because uh, f- I think it's the first episode. They didn't, they did it some throughout, but like there's, there's a part where she's walking by a wall and they're having a conversation and the wall behind them is like animated in chalk, like as it's oh. like kind of telling her story as she like walks past. Yeah. Um, and so, so it reminded me of, of a little bit of that, but I think they took that from the first into the Spider-Verse where it's like, yeah, where, where there's uh, something will happen in like. I don't know, like somebody gets hit with something, it's like flack or whatever. Like it does those little things. Yeah, very comic book. But but yeah, but this one, and there were, there were parts where it shows like real scenes of people. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like my. It was so weird in my brain because I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a real person. Like it just yeah, I couldn't. because it's the like multiverse. So you're seeing like it's all connected, all the things connected. Everything. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was really cool. Um, it was a lot darker than I was expecting for. Because I think the first one was just like really fun yeah. and yeah. silly, um, but also like the, the animated. I know there was still some parts yeah, like like one. all Spider-Man movies. There's like kind of silly, but also some. Yeah. But this one seemed just like heavy. Right. So. I agree. 
So, yeah, and I like, and the plot is very hard to follow. Like, I, I would say go watch the first one again before you watch this one because it's yeah. very closely related. But some of the story beats in this one, I was like, oh, that, like, it just, <laughs> there's some things that they do that click, and there's like some, some surprises, and I was like, oh, this is really interesting but so you mm. you talked about the like the spider-man goofiness like his kind yeah. of like he'll talk about i mean he'll just make jokes as they're fighting and stuff like that yeah but there he points it out that one of the spider-man who's really serious he's like you don't do the jokes he's like that's what we do yeah. <laughs> and so but then that was like the real serious guy and you're like yeah he kind of misses some of the funniness of because he's like you're too serious like you're supposed to be funny like yeah. that's part yeah. of spider-man <laughs> and so it was just funny that they pointed that out and all that stuff. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, so the the basic premise of the movie is <laughs> tell us the plot, Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, well, what's that, the plot? I just think it's really hard to say plot without spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think we need to go into that. I just think we can go straight to worldview. Well, well so uh, but part of the worldview comes from the plot. So yeah. So the I mean, if they've seen a Spider-Man movie, any of them, there's well, like right. there's, there's a there's a character in those movies that that dies that, that has a, a moment like where, where Spider-Man ends up like taking his role more seriously. And so yes. like in the first ones, it's uncle Ben, uncle Ben dies <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there's just different like scenes where like, like a main character dies, whether it's aunt May, whether it's uncle Ben, um, with the Miles Morales, it's his father. If you played the video games, uh, and so um, in the first one, it was his uncle. So mm -hmm. there's like there's those significant moments where yeah. somebody dies, and then then Spider-Man like becomes more serious. And so in this one, he finds out that one of his people that he loves is going to die, and so he's trying to stop that from happening. So. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> sort of. There's a lot. There's a there's, there's a quite lot. a few plots kind of interwoven. Yeah. And even you're following different characters. Like you're following Ghost Spider's story. You're following his story. Like Miles' story too. Who's Ghost Spider? Isn't that her? Oh, uh, Spider Woman? Gwen Stacy? Yeah. Is it Ghost Spider? I've never I mean, it, that. is that a thing? <laughs> Ghost Spider from Spidey and Friends is the same costume. Oh, oh. okay. Well, well Adrian <laughs> knows more about the Spideyverse than we do. So, um, <laughs> when they were babies they were playing together yeah and they, she has the same costume i mean as soon as she came on the screen amos was like ghost spider he was so That's excited thing? Well, and then quickly man. lost interest <laughs> and was like, well. uh yeah so i so a big theme though is is parents and parenting yes. and like like in kids growing older so this yeah. one takes mm -hmm. what 16 months after the first one or something like it's it's been a while and so mm -hmm. spider-man uh miles morales is now 15. he's a grown he's, man he's a grown butt man <laughs> he's like i i know things now because i'm uh, 15. and so so but there there's that struggle between him and his parents and then uh gwen stacy ghost spider ghost spider <laughs> just just then okay uh, yeah but like it's like there's a scene between her and her dad like mm -hmm. where like she's hey i'm growing up like so yeah and and that's been a struggle since the beginning of time like right like where there's the moment of independence yes there's independence but and they're struggling with identity like i have this identity that my parents don't know about and i want to tell them because i still want them to be a part of my life yeah and that's been the struggle like we said with spider-man or any really any superhero yeah is like they don't want to be alone in their 
other identity. Right. So, that, yeah, and that, because a lot of times, in, because we want to see the superhero part, like, that's the part of them that we're like, oh, we connect with. Yes. And they're like, this is, like, this is who I am, but I have to hide that from the people I love because I don't want them to get hurt or I don't want them to know or it's supposed to be a secret or they won't, yeah, they won't love me or whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah. What, what do you think? I don't have children, so... <laughs> But yeah, I guess but, I was a child at one point. Yeah, but but I mean, there, there's like that, those, uh, yeah, so there's the identity struggle, but there's mm-hmm. also the, like, uh, the identity of, like, who I am as a person, but also I'm becoming an adult, and so I yeah. want to yes. make more decisions. Um, and then, and that's what, like, I saw in this one, that all the, like, the Spider-Man people thought, like, oh, I know better than my parents, or I, yeah. I know better yeah. than what yeah. they do. But I think that's part of teenagers. Right. right? And, oh, totally. and becoming like after becoming a parent and my kids are still too young to kind of be going through that. But I'm I'm starting to relate now more to the parent side <laughs> instead yeah. of the superhero side of like, OK, what happens when my kid needs to have this conversation with me? Um, hopefully like that's what I was thinking is like. Hopefully we have the relationship established already yeah. where they don't, they haven't had to hide whatever it is from the beginning. Right. Like as soon as they start, you know, grappling with things that I'm there walking through with them. Yeah. But in this case, it's like you get bitten by, yeah, that's the thing is like, if I got bitten by a spider, the first people I would go to is my parents. Like I got bitten by the spider. Take me to the doctor, you know, like, and it wouldn't be like, Oh no, now my parents are going to think I'm hideous, you know? So it's like, I, yeah, it's hard. I got bitten by a spider. Now I could turn invisible. Uh, I don't think I should tell anyone. Yeah. This is normal. Um, I also caused other Spider-Man to die. So, but one of the lines um, in the movie is like, it's for your own good. And then he says, who decides that? So somebody Ooh. tells him, this is for your own good. Yeah. And then Miles Morales is like, well, but who decides that? Who decides what my good is? Like, how do you know better than, than I know? And I think that's where, and th- this wasn't between mm-hmm. parents, but, yeah. this, but there's like that struggle between like, I know what's best for me and you think you know what's best for me, but I'm, I'm going to rebel against that. And, and like throughout the movie, people would call him kid, and he's yeah. like, "I don't like to, don't don't call me that. I'm don't call me I'm kid. 15. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a grown butt <laughs> yeah. man. But, but yeah, that like, that's again where it's hard for me to relate. Cause I'm like, no, I'm on the parents' side of this one. You're yeah. 15. You're a baby. Well, <laughs> well, that's the question. It's like, when does that happen? Because I right. think you know, since I've moved out and stuff, I think there'll be things that my parents say. Okay, I think this is the way you should do things, and I'm like, no, I'm going to do what I think is best for me. Yeah. Right. So do you guys remember a, a time where you started thinking that way? Like, one, how old were you, if you remember that? Because I don't even know if I have an answer for that. But also, like, what, <laughs> what were those things? Yeah. You thought you knew better? Yeah. I think, well, I, when it comes to media stuff, because we talked about growing up in a pretty strict household and things. Mm-hmm. Like, there were things I'm like... I can watch this or I can, I can play this game. Like I can, I can do this. It's going to be fine. Like, yeah. And, and so there were some of those things. I still didn't, I still didn't watch our movies, but, right. but there was those moments where I'm like, Oh, I, so for me, I think it was when I got to college. Like it was, I, 
I realized like, oh, I can start watching The Simpsons now. That was one of the things we weren't allowed to Big watch yeah. growing up. And so there were two episodes on a day at our school. So we're like, we'd go eat dinner and then go watch two episodes of Simpsons every day. And I was like, this show is actually really funny. Don't watch it, kids. But uh, <laughs> but it was what's I, best I've for not, you. I've not seen the new episodes, which I think are a little more crass and stuff. But like some yeah. of the earlier stuff, I was watching. I was like, oh, I get why they didn't let me watch it because right. it, yeah. I didn't. I wouldn't have understood the humor. I wouldn't have. And there are some bad things in it. But I was like, oh, okay. Now I can. Like that was my rebellion against my parents <laughs> when I got to college. I'm yeah. watching I'm the So, but I don't know that there was a moment that I was like, oh, this is the moment that I now figure I know everything. Yeah. I, I'd say a senior year of high school was tough for me. It was junior, junior and senior year. Cause I, I felt like mom and dad embarrassed me a lot. <laughs> they were around. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was that kind of thing of like, like, Oh, I want to be cool. I want to like all this stuff. And, and it was just, I mean, our parents are our parents and they, <laughs> right. they're just like funny and goofy and around. Uh, and they, they want to help out and serve and stuff. And so, so I would kind of like try to get away from them when they would go on trips with us or whatever. Oh, so, yeah. so I was like, I, I know what's best for me. And I know that, that they will. They're cramping your style. Cramp, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. They're cramping my style. <laughs> style. So, but yeah, my, you mom and dad do listen to this. So I love you, mom and dad. I do appreciate <laughs> you. You, you want to be into, you wanna like yeah. start to gain your independence yeah. and become your own personality. And it's hard to do that. When yeah, when they're still around because you have around. to you feel like you're just a little yeah cramping your style but <laughs> yeah style. i think mine was probably media related as well but i don't know i like yeah i didn't like having to call them to ask like can i watch this movie with my friends it's like rated like 25 she still calls them uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no now i screen them movies yeah. for them but um <laughs> full circle they call you <laughs> can we watch this yeah it's gonna be called the circle, of life. <laughs> the circle of life every time we talk about it no but i do remember um this i started actually my uh, older brother nathan took me to get a makeup consultation oh <laughs> and they taught me how to do my makeup and stuff and i started doing that afterwards well my mom was convinced that it was the influence of my rebellious roommate. And so she just kept being like, you're wearing that dark makeup because you want to be like your roommate and stuff. <laughs> and, and I was just like, no, you know, I was like, it has nothing to do with that. I'm not changing and all this kind of stuff, but it was hard to explain that. Yeah. I, for me, I don't think there, cause for my parents, it wasn't really any kind of like rebellion. It was more of they were kind of very trusting. And if I would go and try to figure things out and be like, I think this is best, whether it be like a job or different things I'm going to do, whether it's go to college or not, then they would just be kind of supportive. So they would they would not necessarily speak into all those conversations. So they would just kind of support what I'm doing. Which I see the good side of that. And then I also see the not good side of that. Wait, what, so, so they would support? Yeah, so basically whatever I figured out, and I'm like, hey, I think this is going to be best for me. Like, okay, I, we trust you, and we think you should do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. They would never say no? 
Not that I remember. Wow. Although, okay. I mean, a lot of the stuff I did, it wasn't like I was going out and smoking crack and stuff like that. Like, so there I wasn't. made the decision to smoke weed. Yes. Like, okay. And I think it's the best for me. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? so it wasn't anything crazy like that. But it, for a lot of it, it was just me trying to figure it out myself. And then they're like, okay. But the, but you would go in and say, this is how I reason how I got to this point. If they would ask. Oh, okay. But a lot of the stuff, I just figured out and do it. <laughs> So, right. It's more hands off, <laughs> but uh, but so back back to the across the spider her into the spider verse across the spider verse uh, I got it right um uh, like yeah the it reminds me a little bit like because because you do have these young kids yep. and so uh, like I mean this uh, the audience is gonna skew a little bit younger because it's animated yeah. and stuff like that and so so I think they see these people on the screen and they're like they're making their own decisions and all this stuff and I I don't know how big of an influence that is but it's yeah. kind of put in your mind that like. Well, if I yeah. know better, then I can do these things, even though my parents have said you're grounded. And like, well, is Spider-Man grounded? Like that was one of the, <laughs> yeah. the yeah, things. Yeah. Um, but I, I, the, the little, new Little Mermaid movie came out, and I remember watching that, like the animated one. I haven't seen the new one, but the the animated one, like she's what sixteen in the movie. Yeah, she's like, I, yeah, and she's like, I can marry who I want. You're like, <laughs> you're sixteen. Like, I mean, right. it's ridiculous. But yeah. those worldviews get sucked into you like you they still like start yeah yeah getting into your brain and and you have those like i i feel like i do remember at least having those conversations in my head yeah uh, and repeating those phrases and even my son like repeats he can quote things really well yeah. and so when he gets mad like he will save these insane <laughs> phrases of like you don't respect my decisions. And it's like clearly a movie <laughs> quote. <laughs> he, he literally said that. The other day. Oh my God. <laughs> respect my decisions. He's you're like, five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're disrespecting me and you're not loving me well. And all this stuff. And I'm like, you got this from something. Yeah. And I remember thinking those things too. Yeah. And so as a teenager watching something like that i'm like this is what the world says is okay yeah so i can treat my parents this way or i can be who i want to be and not take their advice uh, yeah advice or reasoning into consideration you know and, and i think though there there is a coming of age like yeah. where we yes. have to be able to make our own decisions yes. and so parents job i think one of the best explanations i heard of this uh from Chris Schwambach, uh, but she she talked about like as a, a parent of younger kids, you you lead in front, and so you're like in front of them, showing the way, like guiding them, like you're you're watching the movies first, you're doing those things, you're in the lead, showing them, and he's like, but then kind of in the teenage years, you're leading beside them, and so you're like standing next to them, like bringing them alongside in those decisions, like yeah, like what your parents did, like hey, what do you think about this, and like letting them reason through some of the things, mm -hmm. like oh that's interesting, like. Go try that and see what happens and that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. And then they said as an adult, like you're leading from behind. And so like I'm 25, I can make my own decisions now or whatever. Like you're like, okay, have you considered this? Like, and I'm not pushing them to yeah. like, hey, you need to do this. But it's like, okay, well, hey, when I was that age, here's what I found to be good. And like you yeah. can take that into consideration or not. And so, yeah, but a lot of times parents, I, I think it's hard to let go of that. And it's hard to, yeah. you always yeah. want to be in the front leading like, oh, you need to do this. You need to do this. Yeah. But it's like realizing, okay, I need to step back some. And I think the parents in that are, are trying this, but it's still like they know that the, he's hiding something or right. whatever. And well, for the younger generations that are listening to this, they're not in the parenting stage and they're 
um, they're coming at it from the kids view and so i think we need to bring up some of the biblical worldview that kids or and even us you know should hold on to so what's the biblical worldview that we should be practicing and should be following we've brought this up a couple times um even last week with the wing feather saga of uh dying to yourself continually daily and Um, this life really isn't your own. <laughs> you're, right. uh, you're under the the rule and following of Jesus and trying to be more like him, not more like you. And, yeah. And if you're a follower of Jesus, you're part of a community. And so it's not just, mm-hmm. I'm not just making this decision on my own, but yeah. like, how is this going to affect my brothers and sisters in Christ? Which yeah. is weird to think about, but your parents, yeah, your parents are your brothers are and sisters in Christ as well. And so it's like, yeah, how does this yeah, because it's not just about me, but I, like the verse, children obey your parents. Um, and like that's the first commandment with a promise that like that it will go well with you and you'll have a long life. Because it's like I mean, when you obey and when you listen to your parents, like their mm-hmm. their job and not every parent is great. But like yeah, right. for the most part, your parents love you and they're wanting to help you in these things. And so talk to them, like ask them questions. And I know several of our parents listen to this with their kids. And so they have Mm -hmm. conversations about these things. And so I think, yeah, one of the questions is like, what, where do you feel like you could have more influence on something or more like, Hey, I would like to help make these decisions like with our family or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that, yeah, there's a good point that it's not, it's not just about me and what I want. It's like, how does this affect the greater well, I think that is the hard part, too, especially as a kid, or if you're going toward the teenager, where you can look at a situation, and you might even be right that you do know what's best for you in this moment, but your parents still say otherwise. Oh. So how do you mm-hmm. still obey what they say, even though you're like, these people don't know what they're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And obviously, when you're 15, you think that about basically everything, but there might be situations mm-hmm. where you are right. So what do you do if your parents, you still have to obey them? How you how you deal with that? Ooh. That's hard. Well, and I, I think that's where the maturity of like having the conversation of yep. like, hey, this, it, because I think a lot of times for me, especially like junior and senior year of high school, I would just go to anger and like either walk out of the room or just not deal with it. And mm-hmm. so it was like, I wouldn't have the conversation because yep. I'd be mad and then it would just come out in anger. And so, so being able to like have the maturity to say, hey, can we talk about this more? Because like I, the more I've thought about it and, and being able to reason and yeah. Hey, these are the things I've thought through and you're saying something different. Help me to, to draw those conclusions that you're yeah. drawing because I'm not seeing what you're seeing. Yeah. And so, but that, that takes an extreme amount of maturity. Oh yeah. And well, and I think easy. from as parents too, because you can't just be like, well, I'm the parent do what I say. Right. Right. And the yeah, I say it takes a maturity on the parents end too, yeah. right. because even now my five-year-old is like, you know, I don't want, I want 10 what, more minutes was or I respecting his something opinions? like that. Yeah. And I have to kind of stop and think like, you know, am I saying no, even though you've like come back and said, well, what about this? You know, right. am I saying no because I'm practicing my authority or because, you know, and I want him to be able to have that like ability to not be just afraid to say, right. hey, what about this option? You know, yeah. trying to encourage him like, okay, if you really want to like push back, don't whine, don't <laughs> like yell, no, I'm not doing that. Just say like, I feel this, you know, we're trying to encourage him not to resort to anger or crying or whatever. Instead, like, 
just talk to us and we'll see if we can figure out a compromise. Yeah. And so I, I want to bring up one other worldview that I think like the problem of suffering. And so mm-hmm. that that's one of the things that a lot of people turn away from God because they're like, well, if God is all powerful and all good, then he wouldn't allow these bad things to happen. And so there's like this problem of suffering that is in the world. And that's, I mean, people have left the faith or not come to faith in Jesus because of suffering. And so in this yeah. movie, like, because all the Spider-Men um, across the universe. Uh, and men. women. <laughs> and Spider-Women. <or> ghost <laughs> Ghost spiders. Spider. <laughs> uh, but all, like, yeah, they have this idea of, like, what happens when I suffer. And so the one one Spider-Man that's trying to, like, hold everything together, like, his thing, like, he's like, I've seen suffering, and I know what happens if you go down this path, and so I'm not going to let you go down that path. And so, but then you have... Um, Miles Morales, who's dealing with like the loss of his uncle, but he like chooses to be better because of it. And so, mm-hmm. so it's just like, there's like all these different views of suffering in that, like I can get better from it or I can like hold it in and like have to control everything. And, um, and then some people don't deal with it. Well, like you see some of the Spider-Men that like have star spider women, um, that have like kind of gone off the deep end because of their grief or whatever and have turned bad. Um, but I, because James one, two through four, uh, consider it great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing. And so like the miles Morales we follow, I feel like does that, like he kind of deals with his uncle's death in a way that like, he's trying to walk through that, um, in a way that like produces endurance and Mm -hmm. stuff. But I mean, there's obviously not talk of faith in Christ in this, but, um, but even Jesus says, I, like, I've told you these things so that you may have peace and you will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. And so when we face suffering, like coming at it from a perspective of like, yeah, it, this is going to happen, but this is mm-hmm. like, so my faith can actually increase in Christ and not just be, uh, what was me and all this stuff. And you kind of, I, I don't know. I saw that in the movie. Yeah. Somewhat. And I, I think it's important that we, you know, kind of iterate that that Jesus or God doesn't produce the suffering so that we can grow. It's suffering happens to us. Yeah. And it's God that's trying to redeem us through that suffering. Right. And and that's where, where I think, like, all... all movies like this kind of fall short because they, they don't point to a, a savior. It's almost like I'm yeah. my own savior. I'm going to figure this out. Like, who are you to tell me? Yeah. Like, what's my, my good? Like you say, this is for the greater good, but like, when do I get to say in that? And so, right. so it's them trying to fix their own problems. And the problem with that is like, they have to be inherently good, which nobody aren't. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, there's still so uh, selfish motives and stuff like that within it. Um, right. But yeah, I, so there, so content-wise, there is some swears in this movie, mm-hmm. um, and and I I think like because we talk about how everything pushes a worldview, there are certain stickers that are like part of the LGBT community that like are kind of hidden in there, but it's like mm-hmm. they put them in there. There's a Black Lives Matter sticker in there. Like there's there's things that are like just kind of like they're not talked about, they're not pushed or anything like yeah. that. But it's like it's in there for a reason. Like you talked, yeah. about, you said it's a conscious decision. Yeah, someone sat there and drew it out and animated it. Yeah, and put it in the scene. Yeah, and it, and whether it's hidden or not, like it's still like they're wanting you to kind of 
like, hey, we support these things or we mm-hmm. are kind of advocating for those things. And so so that that's in there. And like they're not like stand out like the one I didn't even see. I was looking for it. But like um, yeah. but it's like that stuff's in there. Like everything yeah. pushes a worldview. And so there's those things. So like even some of the conversations are subtle hints at like, well, this is your identity. This is like you to you do you or whatever kind of thing. But mm-hmm. so. We have a few blessed. minutes for a Florida foible All in with right. this because this was a person that probably didn't listen to his parents very much. Um, so he 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 lived his truth. Uh, so <laughs> a man was arrested Sunday in Sumter County after leaping from the second floor of a building at a condo complex. He's accused of crashing into and burglarizing. So he, he crashed his car into this condo complex. Mm-hmm. Gets out and starts robbing all, all the places. Has a standoff with the police. Like SWAT is called. They're like evacuating the building because they don't even know if this guy has a gun or not. Um, but then like it, the standoff ends by the guy just leaping out of the second story of this condo. Uh, and like, he has to go to the hospital and stuff. But listen to this. This is what really got me. In addition to the 139 prior felony charges wow. and 30 total felony convictions... That the sheriff's oh, wow. office said Peyton has, he will now face charges of burglary to an occupied dwelling, burglary to a dwelling, and multiple counts of criminal mischief. The release states, and it's like he's got 139. Why is he? Why is he just out on the streets <laughs> crashing into things? I know. I was like, why? Like, like charges. At this point, yeah. <laughs> you have 30 felonies. <laughs> Whose fault is this, Florida? Like, yeah. Like so, 139. 30 of those stuck the other like i don't know the other 100 oh my <laughs> 109 didn't but you're like he still got 30 felony charges this guy <laughs> does it in style though he wasn't just gonna rob a place he rammed his vehicle into it robbed all the places and when the police showed up he jumped something. out of a window who, yeah. who crashed your car into this building <laughs> yeah it's like well, i don't know it's like <laughs> stuffing, stuffing jewelry in his pocket it's like oh we better find out who did this <laughs> like, hey, I don't recognize you. It's oh, like when you make your kids go to bed and you're like, come on, you got to go to bed. And they start like grasping at everything. They're like, but I got to read this and I got to do this. I got to do this. You're like carrying them to their room and they're like, ah. I need a drink. Yeah. You're going to jail. It's like, but I got to burn on this one last night. Uh, there was a quote I think from the the people that do orange is like at um, at bedtime your toddler or your your preschooler becomes a parched philosopher. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, yes. Like oh, but yeah. But just just the audacity of this guy to like crash into the building and then he's like they call the cops and then he's like I've got a gun I'm gonna shoot everybody and they're like they're like clearing it out and then he's like oh, i'm just gonna jump out of here jump out the window, <laughs> this window. well oh uh, yeah so yeah florida good job good job florida. <laughs> i love it so hey um yeah if if you have any movies or shows or books like recommendations for us to to read or look through let us I know i mean i did watch oh yeah after last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Over, over, over the, the garden, garden wall. wall. So, over the garden wall. So her and I, Hannah and their friend Emily, you, yeah, you we, sat down and watched the whole thing. You texted me that afternoon. Thing. And we're like, we watched it. And we haven't talked about it yet. I texted right. you a little bit. So, so we'll. I, but that, that's got to be in the fall. Like, I want. That's got to. A fall episode. Okay. Fall All episode. right. We'll, we'll wait till the fall. It'll be like two months. You guys so. have a couple months to watch it. Over the garden wall. So, yeah. But uh, hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Chris. 
I'm Adrian. And I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time.